Welcome into another Red Out podcast. Uh, sorry if I sound a little funny this week. I got a cold. We're going to talk uh, Austin Reed's return, what it means for Western football, and more. Stick with us. Hey, how about them tops, son? All day, SEC boys. You're listening to the Red Out Podcast. I am not a shame to admit in the past, I've needed a therapist. We all need someone, and it's a strong person who can admit it. I talked to my doctor who referred me to a therapist, and I really didn't have much say as to who the therapist was. But with this episode's sponsor, BetterHelp, you do. You can filter out who you would like to talk to, age, gender, religion, and more to pair you with the person who works best for you. And if the person isn't exactly who you are wanting, you're not stuck. You can switch counselors. BetterHelp strives to offer affordable, professional, and accessible online therapy. So go to betterhelp.com redout today to save 10%. By doing this, you not only support us, you can work toward a brighter, healthier you. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Yes, thank you, BetterHelp. Uh, sorry about that. Um, <clears throat> like I said, if I sound a little funny, I've had a cold. Um, my daughter brought home uh, a cold virus. Um, I'm pretty just sure that she kid. Those... <laughs> Do what? So just blame your kid. I am because she's still recovering from it, and oh. yeah, so she's grumpy, and it's just like, I mean, you know, she doesn't feel good when she goes from like happy, laughy to like crying. Just like mm-hmm. it's almost like bipolar, and you're just like, oh my gosh, you know, it's like calm down. So, uh, but we are on the men's. We're doing better. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying not to sniffle so much, but, um, yeah, so I, she got it, my wife got it like a day after her and then I got it. So we're all kind of like domino affecting, affecting off each other. So fun stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, Jared, like always, I guess we'll just start with our winners and losers. You want to go first? Sure. So my winner this week is Dan Campbell and the Detroit lions. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, he went on Pat McAfee's podcast show or whatever and uh, was talking about, so the Lions beat the Vikings this past Sunday. And uh, <laughs> one of the plays that made them win was a pass to one of their offensive linemen on third and seven. And he actually caught it and was able to basically ice the game. It was under the two minute warning at that point. They had the lead. They needed to keep their drive alive. And that was what they did. But it's so funny because like he was telling the story of why that happened. So uh, he would Dan like their head coach he was completely spaced out because like, all of the fans were doing the wave and were being super loud so he just is watching everyone doing the wave and he hears his offensive coordinator Ted said he's like hey coach are you cool if we call and he just kind of like can't hear anything so he's just like muscle memory he's like yeah sure go ahead and then like spaces out and then he's finally paying attention to what's being called on third and seven he's like oh my god they're throwing it to our offensive lineman that's like 300 pounds like he had absolutely no idea because he was so enamored by everyone doing the wave and i thought that was hilarious that is hilarious um i guess one for me is uh mike leach 
Oh yeah, that was going to be like our my loser as far as like everybody, just because of how amazing of a coach he was, how funny he was too. Have you? I sent you a video earlier today. I don't know if you saw it, but mm-hmm. Mike Leach's uh, kind of espionage when he coached at Oklahoma. There is a story going around that they created a play script, which a lot of offense offenses do. And they created a fake one and they had one of the players pretend to drop it in such mm-hmm. a way that it was an accident. And of course, one of Texas's GAs picked it up and ran it up the pole on their side. And like Texas was down 17, nothing at one point because of this fake play <laughs> script, because they were all expecting one way and they were going the opposite way. And, it, it, when you watch the film and they show the plays, like, you know, the reason they're out of position is because they were over, you know, they're, they're compensating for what they thought was going to happen, which complete genius move, just mm-hmm. amazing stuff. Um, so yeah, definitely RIP Mike Leach. Uh, I hated to yeah. hear about that. And he was the one that started the whole air raid offense, which is what we've used. I mean, what, probably like the last six, seven years is what it feels like. That's what we've done. I mean, he's kind of the one that created that and ran it to perfection at most of the places that he was at. So, I mean, he was definitely not just a pioneer in the game of football, but I mean, his interviews, man, so funny. Oh my gosh. He's talking about like weddings and Bigfoot and like Halloween candy and just about any type of random thought that he has. It's so funny. Which by the way, your Dolphins coach is about the same way. Mm-hmm. yeah that's what i love about mcdaniel <laughs> yeah he's hilarious like i was listening to some of his sound bites the other day and he's talking about like how he would go without taking a shower from game day through wednesday mm-hmm. and i was like what like why are you talking about this in a press conference hilarious stuff though and you're just like okay um another one i've got here uh i saw on the news where scientists have or I guess doctors have actually figured out there was a child born. um, I believe it was in the U S or maybe England. I'm not sure. He has a deformity, uh, poor kid with, uh, he was missing his eyelids Mm. and it's a, he, so they, so when he was born, they took uh, his foreskin and they grafted that on and made eyelids with it, man. Um, Everything. I mean, that's amazing, right? Uh, The only thing is they said the kid's a little cockeyed now. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god uh, oh my god oh. Oh. <laughs> yes i loved it i heard it on another show or a, a, a different thing and i was like oh my gosh i gotta tell this uh, excuse me so uh the big news and i guess probably what we're going to spend most of our time talking about tonight is the transfer portal yes we could talk uh, about it for hours we talked a lot about it last week. Oh, yeah. Um, so let me pull up our... You can hear my daughter crying in the background, maybe. Uh, let me pull up our uh, tracker here for uh, the uh, transfer portal. As a lot of you probably know, going from this episode, um, that Austin Reed has returned to Western. He uh, came up with a deal. That's why the episode's called Think Hank. Because uh, Hank Wilson kind of pulled through with his NIL connection and helped. I'm not really good with the NIL stuff, so don't ask me. But um, but basically, they came to a, a deal with um, Austin, and he's going to do some stuff. I don't I don't get it. But anyway, they've they've got it worked out. Um, 
So uh, thankfully that got worked out. Austin Reed's going to return 2.0. I'm excited about that. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, this is the first returning quarterback we've had since Mike White. So <laughs> it's been a yeah. while. Yeah. I mean, really? Um, well, Stephen Duncan, really. Duncan mm. returned, but he was kind of the problem with Duncan was Duncan was uh, he was he wasn't a consistent starter. And I blame Sanford for that more than. Yeah. Duncan. And he had some injuries, too, that kind yeah. of kept him out. So and other offenses. But yeah, um, uh, I'm trying to find the transfer portal in here, but I don't see it straight away. Anyway, um, there was like 17 players on our transfer portal list and our. Yeah, I think that's right. I may be wrong. Um, I'm not gotten a lot of show prep because my wife decided to come home super late. And so it's kind of screwed me up on this. Let's see. Anyway. Uh, so I honestly, after last week's episode, I was pretty convinced that Austin Reed was going to go to Louisville. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was going to say, are you in the same boat there? Yeah. And apparently that's what the case was, is that, Louisville was kind of going after him, but he elected to stay at Western, which I think is pretty awesome. Yeah, he, well, now, just us talking, just the friends sitting here talking. Do you think he thought he was going to get a lot more NIL money from Louisville? Probably. Is that what it was? It may have been the fact that he's like, oh, well, he's from Western. We can lowball him. It won't matter. Yeah, and they were like, I, I think, okay hypothetically i don't know the story but i'm assuming he was get, he would only get a little bit more going to louisville than he got here and so he was like well what's the point of that i mean that's just my assumption um, um but booger booger um so uh goodness i'm gonna strangle my wife um they uh anyway so what uh western gets to keep reed um which is a plus i'm excited to see reed 2.0 uh this will be really interesting i think um there we go finally got to what i needed to get to um yeah sorry it's kind of going to be a little quiet for a second there we go football tracker for nope i need 23 23. There we go. Okay. I think this is going to cause a big wave. Um, we currently have 21 players in the portal. Yeah, that's a lot. And honestly, like I saw a lot of fans on Facebook kind of talking smack about the players that are wanting to transfer. And I don't think you can blame these guys. Now, this is my thought, okay? Um, you know, these guys are thinking that they can go to the next level, which granted some of these will granted some of these won't. Um, but like we discussed last week, the grass isn't always greener when you go up, you know, you may be a starter here, but you may not be a starter when you go to a Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia, wherever, Yeah, you know, if you go to a power five, yeah, if you go to a power five, you're not, you're not necessarily going to be a starter. You're going to just be another fish. Mm -hmm. Um, You may want to stand out here more so. And, you know, if you can develop your draft skills, then you go with that. Um, With Mike White returning, I think we're going to have a lot, except for one. Mike Uh, White returning? God, 
<laughs> Mike White is coming back. I'm holding out. Uh, but anyway, Austin Reed coming back. Uh, with Austin Reed coming back, I think we're going to have a big splash as far as some of these players coming back. Um, I hope so, but as we say all of this, like one of our best defensive players put their name in the portal today, the Jaquez uh, yes. Evans. So, Which is so frustrating, but which I don't understand that with the defense. Like the defense... I'm more worried about our defense next season by a lot than I am our offense. I think our offense will fall into place, especially if we keep Corley, we keep Reed, maybe get some good players out of the portal, then rebuild that way. But, I mean, as far as it stands now, I think we have maybe two starters that are returning on defense. And also, I would like to – I would like to see – I don't know if y'all can hear this rain coming down right now. It is pouring. Um but I'd like to see either Josh Simon or Belgian come back. Yeah. I'd like for one of them to come back out of the portal. Um, Simon, well, of course, my thing is with him, I don't think he's comfortable with Reed um, because he, he didn't get a lot of targets this year. No. Zap's year, he got a lot of targets. I think he got hurt that year too, didn't he? Mm, or am I yeah, mistaken? it was probably the year before Zappy, I think. Okay, so the year before. Well, that would have been Piggy's year. So that wasn't like detrimental. It's well, it would have been detrimental, but it wasn't detrimental. I don't know if that makes sense mm-hmm. because, like Piggy, it was only a like a short passer. Yeah, like he was like he, he didn't do like deep stuff. Um, but so I'd like to see Simon come back. Honestly, like Simon is a beast. Um, he's I, it sounds bad, but like we're almost tight in you. Mm-hmm, like Western. Though. We, we've got a lot of tight ends that have been cultivated and headed to the league. Um, we were talking about it earlier on our group chat, you know, Jack Doyle, Mitchell Henry, RIP. Um, you got uh, Tyler Higby, which he kind of played wide receiver for a few years um, when he came to Western. Cause, and I guess he put on a little weight and started playing tight end. And then mm-hmm. I think he's playing wide receiver. Is he wide receiver again? No, at, he's at tight end for the okay. Rams. I couldn't remember. I don't watch the Rams very often, but, um, but yeah. So I mean, we've got several kids and Dion Yelder. Yeah, and like, it sounds bad, but like I love watching each one of them play and Josh Simon. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I'd I'd love to see him come back or Belgian, either one for me. Um, another one I'm really kind of curious about is Brayden Arvison. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, kickers, I mean, they're still technically in demand. I don't know if he could end up at a power five or not, but I mean, I think we still have Munson regardless, so we should be all right. Yeah. I don't think Ocean's going to exit the portal. Yeah, I mean, especially with Reed coming back, I don't see him coming back. Because, I mean, we still have uh, Tyson Heldon's nephew. Um, We still have Clayton, uh, Caden Veltkamp. Yeah. But those are some still pretty good, decent prospects to kind of cultivate to hopefully maybe groom into that starting position. And I did have to laugh. I saw where um, on Facebook that States stats. Yeah. Mom Mm -hmm. was the one that posted that Reed was coming back. Mm -hmm. And it's like, uh, uh, I mean, we need offensive linemen, so (laughs) don't go anywhere. Yeah. Come on, Rusty. Come on, buddy. Stay with us now. Um, I mean, ultimately, I still stand by what I said last week, is that if I was a student athlete, I would put my name in the portal just so I could go to all these different universities and get a free meal and then come home and then just stay at the same school. 
Yeah. And get the VIP treatment. Um, and, and that's one thing I kind of want to hit on a little bit is, you know, people are just like crucifying these kids for wanting to go somewhere else. And I'm not of that at all. I mean, we were all dogging on Reed, but he decided to change his mind. And now we all feel really bad. Be like, oh, let me go delete all these tweets really quick. Yeah, no kidding. Like, you know, I, I don't blame these kids at all for wanting to better their situations at all. Yeah. Um. So if they can go on, I, I my thing is, is I want to see them have success where they go. I don't want them to go somewhere and then they just sit. Yeah. Because that's you're just going to be stagnant. There's no point of even going. Um. If you stayed at Western, you would at least be getting reps. You'd be getting game time. You know, somebody might see you, um, and it may help you. If you go somewhere else, like Ocean, Darius Ocean goes somewhere else. You know, if he even if he goes lower, he may get playing time. And you know, best of luck to him. I hope he does. I hope he does well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if he goes somewhere else and he ends up being another second string or third string, then what was the point? Yeah. You know. Um, but. You know, I wish these kids the best. I want them to do well. And if they do end up somewhere and they, they get success, then so be it. Um, I almost thought this week we had uh, another Purdue-Louisville pipeline going on. Mm-hmm. I swear. Like, when the word came out uh, that the rumor came out that Helton might be going to Purdue, it was like, oh, my gosh. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. So they're just we're just literally like hermit crabs. We just go up. You go Western Purdue, Louisville, Western Purdue, Louisville. So it's like, oh my gosh. Um, but that was, uh, that was, uh, that was a little stressful until we kind of heard that Purdue had picked somebody else. So, yeah. But I mean, it was out there from a few different sources that were saying that Hilton was a candidate for the job and was in contact with them a little bit. But they decided to go with the guy of Illinois, I think, is their defensive coordinator. So, yeah. Well, and the good thing is, is like he, I guess that I would assume that guy's from that area. Maybe. Well, maybe. he's, well, he's in Illinois, so yeah. he's more of a Midwesterner than Helton is. Yeah. And Helton's more of a Southern guy. So he's going to sound more like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, trying not to cough here. Uh, but anyway, um, you know, just looking over these names, I think a lot of these guys may end up coming back. I hope they do. Um, it would be uh, be really sweet uh, to have a lot of these guys come back, like Jacquez Evans. Um, it'd be awesome to get him back. And you know, like like we said, a lot of these offensive linemen. Um, I'd like to see a lot of these guys come back, um, but you know, we'll just have to see how it goes. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's just one of those hurry up and wait kind of things. But I mean, it is kind of good. I mean. I mean, Helton would probably want to know one way or another from these guys just for the fact that he's like, who all do I need to actually replace and who all do I need to maybe think that could come back? Because, I mean, that helps with his recruiting a lot too. Yes, yes. Um, so um, let's talk a little bowl game real quick. Um, yeah, it's a week from today. Yeah. It's actually it's going to be next week. Um 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Uh, Central a late Time. Game. It is very late. Uh, down in New Orleans, um, I think this has changed a little bit, but they're giving uh, Southern Alabama a 41% chance to us, 58%. I'm a lot more optimistic about this game now that Austin Reed is coming back. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that this money line has changed. The money line's changed, I believe. It's down to four and a half. So that's 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 gonna be an interesting thing. I think Western will be it will be okay. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. We'll do predictions next week. Of course it'll be after the game when y'all get to hear that, but um we'll do predictions next week and talk about what we think's gonna happen. But it's it's gonna be a pretty cool game, I think. Um it is in a superdome. So it'll be controlled, you know. I hope there's a decent turnout though. Otherwise, I I mean it would be embarrassing to be on national TV and be playing in basically an empty arena. Which is Western's fault altogether. Like you know, it's kinda like I was talking about with the with the portal. If you don't want these kids to leave, you gotta show up. You gotta show up and show out and you gotta act like an idiot. You know, if you want to do dollar beer night, dime beer, beer night, you know, I joke about that because of the incident with, what was it, Cleveland? Probably. Where yeah. they had that big fight because mm-hmm. everybody got drunk. I joke about that, but like, seriously, if you want people to show up, you got to do stuff. Yeah. Um, you got to do events. You need to get kids out. You got to get them young. Um, you get the kids to show up and become a fan at a young age, then they will c- support through their high school, you know, maybe they'll come to Western. If they play, that's fine. If they don't play, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. You know, go to schools, have events, you know, have signings and let kids come in free or something, you know, for media day or whatever, you know, just show up, show out. Um, and it, it's not limited to football, basketball, late men's and women's volleyball, softball, baseball, whatever, you know, have a free ticket night if your kid wears a little league jersey. You know, if they play basketball, football, baseball, whatever. You know, if they've got a jersey on, let them in free. Cool. Do something like that. Do some event where you can pack the house yeah, instead of having all these students show up who leave in the third quarter to go get free beer at the frat houses. Yeah. You know, or I was talking in our group chat. Let's have. Uh, you know, if Western's up by three touchdowns, you know, you get, you know, dollar beer, dollar, dollar drinks. It's just you like know, the free tacos from when Western scores uh, 70 points in basketball at home. That used to be a thing. I don't know if we still have that promotion or not. Which but, would be uh, super what, cool. Yeah. Or even like, like you said, like, uh, you know, even if some, like some of the restaurants around there. You know, if if Western could partner with them and say, Rafferty's. hey, yeah, Rafferty's or somebody partners with Western and say, if you bring in a uh, game ticket from, you know, Western game where we won, you know, say like when Western played um, anybody we beat this year, I'm looking back, uh, Rice, if you had a ticket from the Rice game, you get a free appetizer or something, you know, something like that yeah. to kind of encourage people to want to come to games. Yeah. I mean, you have a local of- team. Yeah, any type of like symbiotic relationship <laughs> you can have with like local places is always a really good promotion because, I mean, it helps the local places and also like if they're a bigger name within Bowling Green, then people will be aware of that as well, and it helps Western too. So I mean, having their business, so that's one way to do yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you, if you just have to, sub- you, you want to form that symbiosis, you've got a D one school in your town. And Western or Bowling Green's not a bad town. Like it's got a lot of stuff going on. 
I mean, Franklin's doing their part. Our bank, Franklin Bank and Trust, that's enough for a hilltopper for Franklin Bank and Trust. <laughs> First down. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how much they paid for that, but I mean, for every single first down that we get with as good as our offense is, I mean, <laughs> they've definitely got their money's worth. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. What was it? Um, we had one game where we didn't hardly score hardly anything. North in the, Texas, probably. Yes, North Texas. They kind of got screwed on that one, but they made up for it with FIU. So, Oh, yeah, 73 to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I won't forget that anytime soon. I know, right? Um, but you, you have to have some symbiosis with the outside and you have to, you know, do events with the kids. Yeah. Yeah, I know these athletes, I know these athletes have a lot, you know, they have a very tight schedule. I get that, but there's got to be some flex. We've got, you got to get out there, you know, to my, it's embarrassing to be watching a game on TV, you know, and see the stands just empty. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're just like, are you serious? Like, it sucks you know, being were... at the game and seeing the stands be empty too. And you want to know? You want to hear something even that I just cringe at is when what? you see the new side. The new oh, side of the yeah. stadium is sparse, and it's almost like, you know, come Walter, let's watch the game this evening. This looks really entertaining, you know. And it's like, oh my god, you're you're gonna drink tea and, you know, watch the game like this is some kind of tennis match. This isn't the Wimbledon or some shit. This mm-hmm. is football. Go crazy. Act stupid. Yeah. I mean, that's Paint the your chest. Point. Act like yeah. an idiot. Yeah. When was the last time you went to a game, Devin? Oh, my gosh. See, the fact um, that you have to think about it. Do better. I know. I should do better. I should do a lot better. Take um, Abby. She would love it. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And I would be broke because I'd be up at the concession stand buying crap all night. Oh, let's see if I can find this picture. If I could find the picture on my phone, I could tell you when the last game I went to was met my wife and I went, it was before Abby was born. We went to a Western game Mm -hmm. and, um, actually I think I can just do it. Yeah. I can do it by searches. Yeah. It's been forever ago though. I mean, it's, yeah, I went to the first game this season. That was all I was able to go to because I work basically every single Saturday. And it just so happened to work out to where I was off the very for the very first home game. So that was nice. My problem is, is I don't know until about two to three days beforehand. Yeah, that's true. That I'm going to be off. So it kind of screws up everything. So it's one of those, it's like, eh. And I could not tell you the last time I went to a Western basketball game. Mm-hmm. It's been over 10 years. I guarantee it. Man. It's been well over 10 years since I've been to a Western basketball game. Um, but uh, as far as football, yeah, it's it's probably been a good... Uh, I want to say... Okay, I went and saw... I went and saw Western versus Marshall. Um, it, wasn't the, it wasn't the year that they were ranked. It was the next year, I think. When we destroyed them at home. Yes. Yeah, I was there that, too. I remember that was that was the year that Jake and I almost had to step in. Oh God, yes, like, yes, yes. With a drunk Marshall fan, which was like, <laughs> um, and then yeah, that was um, 2015. Yes, but we've I've been since 2015. I want to say it was 20 
17, I think it was Sanford's first year, but I don't remember. It's like, as, like I said, it's been too long. Um, but yes, I need to go. I'd love to go. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people I'd like to talk to back, back at Western. Um, I don't even know if I went to a basketball game last year. And just, that's weird for me because I went to almost every single home game we had my junior and senior year of college. And even some after I graduated, I still went and everything. And I, I, I technically, I was at every home game in 2020 because my cardboard cardboard cutout was there of myself. <laughs> so I, I technically count that. That's as good as I could have done that year. So that's hilarious. But yeah, that's hilarious. That's great. Um, so let's uh, let's talk a little basketball real quick. Um, looks like. Looks like uh, we'll go to women's first. We'll talk about Lady Tops first. Lady Tops beat Little Rock forty-eight to twenty-five. That I is that a was a football record. final score for a second. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I, well, okay. ESPN has screwed me up before like that. They'll yeah. send out a score before it's over, mm-hmm. and I was like, what is this? Um, Western, like, um, evidently it was a defensive game or something. Just a little. Yeah, just a little bit. It was kind of crazy. Everyone was missing everything. <laughs> yeah, at one point, Western was up uh, going into the second period, twenty-three to six. That's like, insane. Dude, yeah, that's crazy, dude. That's literally football score. It is football scores. These are crazy scores. Um, of course, then uh, let's see. Little Rock pulled it within nine, twenty-five to sixteen, and then Western just kind of pulled away and left them there. But that is just like if I saw a forty-eight to twenty-five score, I would have been like, "Okay, that's up to half. That's halftime mm-hmm. scores." Okay, and then you just go, "Oh my gosh!" Um, in the Ohio Valley Conference, which is where Little Rock is, they are two and six right now. Of course, Western's two and five, but I mean, at least uh, we got another win. <laughs> yes, we got another win. That's all that matters. So, Lady Tops, keep it up. Uh, we'll try and get an update if Matt comes on, um, because he's a lady top fanatic. Um, but yeah, definitely show up, show out for the lady tops too. Um, excuse me. Uh, oh wait, sorry. Little rock. Uh, well, uh, women play, who do they play next? Let me get this pulled up real quick. They play Indiana State tomorrow night, uh, eleven or tomorrow day. I'm sorry, eleven a.m. Mm, that's an early game. I know, right? I, mean, <laughs> I, I know like, it's oh. during the break, but still. <laughs> well, that's it's like eleven a.m. Whoa, uh, that game's going to be on ESPN Plus. So, hey, if you're sitting at home not doing anything, pull up the Western game, uh, and that's going to be at Terre Haute, uh, home of Larry Bird. So, yes, which and also is- some very fancy hotel apparently. And uh, Terre Haute also has the, um, isn't it like the prison where all the dudes that were in Captain Phillips went? Maybe. I think that's right. I can't remember. I've never actually been there. That's the part of Indiana I've never really gone to. I'm I am the, the captain now. I am the captain now. <laughs> that's all I know about that movie. Uh, and it had Tom Hanks in it, which, mm-hmm. by the way, great actor. Um so that's on ESPN plus tomorrow, or if you're listening on our podcast, it'll probably be today, uh, 12th. So check that out. Uh, you know, at least try and get some scores. 
And then they would be playing C.A. Baptist, California Baptist Lancers. I have never heard of this team in my life. That should be a win, but, I mean, these Baptist schools, you never know. Yep. All I can hear is, like, the old Baptist preacher right now. Mm-hmm. Jesus comes down from the heavens. I'm just saying my career high was in the gym of a Baptist church in Franklin. So, And it was during a lock-in, too. It was, like, midnight. I dropped eight threes, 24 points. I was, like, eight of nine. You're like that autistic kid that hit all those threes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still made them. Hey, you made, made them, them, right? I want to uh, see you go eight for nine from deep, Devin. The the okay. So you okay? Let me tell you a funny story. I played uh, when I played little league basketball. Our team was like amazing. We had these two twins uh, who were just like they were shaving when we were in fifth grade playing basketball. <laughs> so they were like really really good. Um, and you know, I'm I was my dad was coaching was an assistant coach. You know. So I, you know, I was whatever. I played center most of the time because I was a bigger kid, and uh, I wasn't paying attention. So they put me in. They inbound a pass to me, and I just threw it up three, whoop, in. And of course, one of the guy, uh, the other players is like, "Devin, what the hell?" And I was like, "Huh?" It was wrong damn goal. <laughs> that is my basketball career summed up in a few words. There you go. Cheers, man. So, the uh, California Baptist Lancers are three and six. They ain't done diddly, as far as I can see. Yeah. Let's see. It should be. They're first in the WAC, though, so they're tied for first in the conference because they ain't done nothing. They beat UC San Diego. They beat Santa Clara. They've lost to St. Mary's, Northern Arizona, Arizona, not surprised, Indi- Idaho State, uh, USC, and Long Beach State. And they just recently beat, I guess this is UC Santa Barbara Guacos. What the hell is oh, a I know where this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a guachos. A it's a guacho. It's like the Spanish farmers. Ah, okay. Because the mascot looks like the nacho hat from Despicable Me. Just saying. Nice. nice. That's one random got... thing that I'm full of useless knowledge for, is just some very random mid-major teams <laughs> and their mascots. Um, so it looks like, uh, obviously, Western will play them on the 21st, so we'll talk about them uh, n- next time, next week. Um, actually, I guess we should talk about the Guacos now, because that game will fall before the podcast. Um, or not the Guacos, Jesus, Baptist, Lancers. Um, I think this is a win. There's not a lot of yeah, ESPN's yeah. going to cover on this because they don't have interns low enough to cover this, but, uh, the game is at 2 PM. I gotta make notes here. Uh, the game is at 2 PM, December 21st on ESPN plus, and it's going to be played in Riverside, California. So that's an early ass game for them. Mm-hmm. If that's 2 p.m. Eastern. That's like 10 a.m. Yeah. So um, that's that's got to suck. I mean, I guess the girls get back pretty quick. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be an easy win. I would be really concerned if we lose that one. Oh, my gosh, yes. Um, 
I mean, and this will hopefully help Western kind of get their get the knots out for the girls. Hopefully, everything will just you know start to work itself out as far as uh, some of the troubles they've been having. Let's see here, and the Indiana State game is on ESPN Plus as well. You know, I have I love this deal with ESPN Plus. Mm-hmm. I really do. For Western, it's it's completely win win. Like we've been getting so much out of this. Do you have yours bundled up with like Disney Plus too? Or oh yeah. Have it separate? Oh yeah. Well, actually, I think I've got the ESPN Plus, but yeah, that's that's like the greatest deal, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, Western girls play Indiana State, um, which I would think. What do you think, Indiana State? You think it's going to be a tough one for us? Uh, I know in men's it usually is for some inexplicable reason, but I mean, I don't really know much about women's basketball, so I can't really say how good they are. I don't either. They've lost to Purdue, Ohio, and Western Michigan. They've beaten St. Louis, Central Michigan, and Chicago State. That could be a tough game for us. Yeah, it could be, especially on the road. Yeah, we're we are playing them at home in Terre Haute. Um, so that could be a tough game. Mm-hmm. It, they seem to be one of those teams that's not going to take any smack from anybody. So we'll just have to see. Um, wait and see. So uh, men's basketball. Uh, looks like guys played. We played Wright State and we won 64-60. Really mm-hmm. low scoring game there. Yeah. I mean, it was close, but at least we finally beat them for once. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's. But this team should have, you know, mm-hmm. you've, you've got to. I mean, you it's know, just with, more justification that we played to the level of our competition competition. I mean, we should have lost to Austin P. I mean, we did beat Wright State still pretty close. So that makes me concerned for tonight because we played Louisville in like three hours and they haven't won a game all season to my knowledge. And I mean, I, the thing is, is that with a big team like Louisville, with them sucking this bad, is that they're not going to have as many fans show up. And the fact that this is still in Kentucky and there's a lot of WKU alumni in Louisville, I think that we could have a pretty decent crowd for us to show up and actually be loud and maybe make a difference in the game. So I hope that that happens. I do too. I really do. Uh, at least, I mean, you would think that this would be one of those games that people would show up for. Um you know, um, and then of course next week we've got South Carolina at South Carolina. So, you know, it could be this could be one of those games. This could be, I think we could definitely have a chance to beat Louisville. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, making a couple notes. I think uh, I think we definitely could beat Louisville, um, but you can't go into it playing down. Yeah, you can't play down. You can't play to the environment. Oh my gosh. Um <laughs> Western's um matchup meter, whatever you want to call it on ESPN. BPI. Yeah, well it's their analytics. They don't have it as BPI. Um they've given us seventy six percent. They think that we would win three thir- uh, a third <laughs> three quarters of the ter- times. Blah, blah, blah. Math is hard. Speaking is hard. Um so they're giving us like seventy six percent. That seems really high, right? I mean, I this think it would be closer to team. seven out of 
This is a Louisville team that has not won a game. And they've lost to Bellarmine. They've lost to a lot of teams that they should not have, at least in terms of it being Louisville that we're talking about, obviously. I mean, for their standard, for them to be this bad, I mean, it's insane. Like, I never would have imagined that they would have been this bad in Kenny Payne's first season as head coach because they were hyping him up so big and everything, and it's just been a major letdown for them. Yeah. To the point that I don't think that, especially in the, a- the ACC, oh my God, if they yeah. can't fix things, they are going to have a very bleak season. Well, they've they played Wright State, mm-hmm. and they lost seventy three seventy two. But I would hope that they have grown somewhat. No, they we just... don't want that, Devin. At least until we beat them, we have because this will be the first time. If we were to win tonight. This will be the first time since 1949 that we have beaten Louisville in back-to-back seasons in basketball. That's how long it's been. The year is 1949. Western Kentucky has beaten Louisville twice. Yeah, mm-hmm. so hopefully we can do that again. Um, yeah, I mean, just looking at Louisville's horrific resume so far, they've lost, They literally, dude, they lost by one point to Bellarmine was their first game. Wright State is their second game. And App State is their third game. Yeah. 67-66 was Bellarmine. 73-72 is Wright State. App State is 61-60. Yeah. And That's it's heartbreaking. Crazy. Well, I mean, okay, here you go. Texas Tech, 70-38. to That they was didn't... ridiculous. That's crazy, man. Like, how do you get thumped that bad? Like... I mean, I can understand some of these D1s, but whew, I don't I mean, want to talk too much smack about them, but yeah. this is this is a rough one. Um, I think Western could, if, they, if the guys show a little maturity, I think Western could come out with a win in this game. I mean, I feel like we could probably drop this game just for the fact that we always play down to the level of our competition and just for the fact that it's Louisville. I feel like we are kind of cursed against them. But last year, that curse was broken. We beat them at home. That was when it was on national TV, CBS, like the CBS, not CBS Sports, but like the CBS, national broadcast. Right after the tornadoes, we were able to have that, which was incredible. And obviously that was a better Louisville team than what they have now. So I feel like we should be able to take care of business tonight. And I'll be really disappointed if we don't. But who would have thought if we lose this game, that all of us, like, that this would be the worst loss that we have this season is Louisville. Yes. Who would have ever imagined that? If, like, it's six months ago that we would be saying that Louisville would be our worst loss of the season. Yeah, I mean, it really could be. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, a couple weeks ago we were talking that if Western went two of three in these last few games, we would be okay with it. Yeah. But now it's almost like you need to win all three. Even ESPN or not ESPN Vegas has us at uh, minus seven at Louisville. Yeah. So that's just showing you that a lot of this is going to Western. Um, Louisville's not getting the points. They're not hitting the. They're not getting the field goal percentage. Uh, I'm sure Western. they'll hit sixty percent of their threes tonight. How much you want to bet oh. me? Oh my God! Yes, you know, they're going to bring in those special rims that are like four times bigger than what Western has. Um. For the basketball size, you know, like, you know, like the, the, I always joke that like the carnivals, you know, how they have like the fixed rims that are just that you have to, the ball has to hit it perfectly to go in. Yeah. I always swear, like when Western starts doing bad, I'm like, that's what they did. They switched the rims. 
<laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing, though, is that our, every single team we play, we allow them to have like a career high and three pointers made. Yeah. So, well, and of course, another thing we really didn't touch on just then was our red out player of the game for Wright State was Davion McKnight. Yeah, he popped off. 32. He got half our freaking points. Yeah. So if he shows up again, he had 32 points, uh, four rebounds, three or four rebounds, four assists. I don't even remember the stats now. I'd have to look it up. Uh, And he had four steals, four steals, three assists, and four rebounds, I think is what it ended up with. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, dude was playing really well. Um, So if McKnight shows up again, you know, if he shows up and puts out 20, that's that's an awesome game right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, you know, we got Sharp down low. We got, you know, McKnight playing well up top. I think this is a this could be a possible we could actually win two in a row against Louisville. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we'll be talking three. We'll see if we beat them tonight. Do you think they'll put us on the schedule next year? I mean, I don't even know if they've renewed the series with us. Probably not. <laughs> I mean, the fact I mean, that we've already beat them once is enough for them to not want to uh, not want to play us anymore. So I was gonna say, like, I would be like, nah, I'm good. I mean, I've always respected Louisville for the fact that they would always play us and actually play us at home because that's something obviously Kentucky would never even imagine. Oh no! I mean, the only reason they played like Kentucky played us last season was just the whole tornado thing, and they yeah. had someone drop it because of COVID. <laughs> that they had that empty slot and we did too. And there was just all of that pressure to be like, well, I, honestly, I think Western. that was, no. I think that was John Calipari. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that was him. I think he, he does a lot of charitable stuff. I think he had a lot on that. Um, that I think is true, would, but he would never agree to any type of home and home or even like neutral site. Game oh God, that. no. I, I was just talking about like the tornadoes. Yeah. I mean, it was nice of him to do that, but that was the only reason that they played us. That was the only yes. reason. Yes, yeah. If if we didn't have the tornadoes, they wouldn't come to our house. Which honestly, and it paid off for them too because they absolutely clobbered us. Is like twenty five something points, I think, somewhere <laughs> around there, almost thirty. Well, well Kentucky's got to get wins when they can. So, yeah. especially, I, and what kills me is is how many Kentucky fans are calling for Cal's head. Mm-hmm. I if mean, that's we been had the case for so long, just for the fact of how he recruits that he brings in all these freshmen. And then they go pro and they just repeat that process usually. Yeah. Which if it works for you, that's fine. If we had a coach that got us to March madness, you know, I don't even know how many years he's made it to the tournament, Yeah. but if we had a coach that did that for this many years, you know, we would be praising him. We'd be like, Oh my gosh, you know, put up a statue of this guy now, but what, but UK fans are like, no, nah. No, nah, son. They're like, put him on a cross. Let's go. That just shows how delusional they are. Yeah. Um, let me see if I can find how many. No offense to anyone that also likes UK, but I will say that Kentucky fans are some of the most fair weather and delusional fans I've ever met in any sport. UK fans, um, I won't say are delusional, but what I will say is, is UK fans are harder to please. Like, you have to have a perfect season, and that one loss, they're going to be like, well, it wasn't good enough. Just like when they almost had a perfect season, and they lost in, like, the Final Four, 
to Wisconsin or somebody. It was something like that. And then everyone was so upset about it. And I'm just like, what are y'all complaining about? You just had a historic season. Just the fact that you didn't win a championship. I mean, get over yourself. You still won the SEC. You still were like undefeated for 37 games in a row. So, I mean, don't complain about it. No one's broken Indiana's record of a perfect season in 50 years. So I don't expect y'all to do it. Okay, so Cal has gone to um, the NCAA tournament, let's see, in 09-10. He went to the Elite, elite Eight. Uh, Final Four the next year. They championed championship. In the, next, yeah. in, the championship was the next one. Uh, then he went to the NIT. Um, Which I was hilarious, losing to Robert Morris. <laughs> yes. Uh, then they went the division runner-up next year. Then they went Final Four, round of 32, Elite Eight, Sweet 16, Elite Eight, and then, of course, 2020 it was canceled. And then they've kind of come off from there. But since he's been at Kentucky, he's had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, technically 10, 11. 11 of the 12 years, he's had an NCAA division finish. Mm-hmm. He's got a 76% winning record at Kentucky. Yeah. Well, 76% total, 78% at Kentucky. So, like, shut up. Sit down. Mm -hmm. Chill out. You could have Kenny Payne. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So, if we had a coach that got us to the tournament that many times, if we even made it to the round of 16, we'd be happy at Western. Yeah. It's just when you've won a lot, you get accustomed to it. And then the fact that he's only won one championship with all of these good players is probably why they're upset. Well, like there's a couple years that it was kind of a toss-up between him and Coach K. Uh, It was the Zion Harmon year. I remember that. And like Zion's like status was, I think, underplayed. And Cal went for the other guys. Mm -hmm. Or Coach K got the better guys. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But... You know, Cal, you know, I, th- I think he's a great coach. I think he's a great recruiter. I don't know how much of a coach he is. I think he's mm-hmm. kind of like some of these others. They just put it on the floor and see how it goes. Yeah, they're like Stansberry. <laughs> I wasn't going to name names, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm excited to see this one tonight. I'm hoping I'll be done with the uh, podcast in time, so uh, with production. So we'll see how it goes. Um, and we'll talk about uh, next week how everything looked. Um, so I'm excited about that. And um, I just don't want us to be Louisville's first win. I really don't want that to be us. Because oh, God, no. Just think of how much we could dunk on Louisville right now. The fact that Austin Reed was basically going to go there under Braum and then changes his mind and stays at Western. And now we have the opportunity to beat them in men's basketball, which is ultimately what they care most about. I mean, historically. So I think this could be an incredible 48 hours to be a WKU fan if we beat Louisville tonight. So I really want us to get this one. I would love to see an in-state's basketball tournament. I would love to yes, see it. It'll like the happen. Crossroad Classic in Indiana, yes. Yes, that would be the greatest thing. You know, even, I mean, do you know how much like publicity the little schools would get? Yeah, yeah, I it, mean, uh, it would be good for all the little schools, but the big schools would never agree to it. They don't have the balls to do no, it. No, they don't. They don't. I mean, the well, you could you could do it as a uh, public, uh, not a publicity, but a like a uh, charitable thing is what I was going for. You know, do it as a charitable game. 
you know, if you even if you just do it after, you know, the final four, just just for shits and giggles, just have a fun little game. See who wins. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see it. Um, yeah, this, uh, by the way, UK and Louisville fans have such a rivalry that this year is going to be so funny to watch. Yeah, imagine if Louisville were to somehow beat Kentucky in basketball. I would laugh so hard. Imagine if that was their first win. <laughs> they would never let them lose that down. Not at all. That would be all. so funny. Oh my gosh, that would be great. You know, okay, as a Dolphins fan, you're good as long as you beat the Patriots most years, right? Um. Yes. And I mean, you want to see just... yourselves win, but you want to beat the Patriots. I mean, historically, mostly because of Tom Brady. Now it's more moved towards the Bills a little bit more. So Louisville fans are kind of the same way. You know, you want to win, but as long as you beat Kentucky that year, you're you're having a good year. And Kentucky's yeah. Kentucky, you know, they they want to win a lot, and I get that. Um, because I don't like losing either. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine if Louisville loses every game, even going into conference, but they beat Kentucky? Like they finish one in twenty. Yeah, one in yeah, like the worst record they've ever had. <laughs> but they beat Kentucky. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's great. Um, yeah, and they've got a pretty tough record or tough schedule so far. Of course, it's ACC. You know, yeah. Virginia, Clemson, Duke, North Carolina, <laughs> Carolina. Yeah, uh, Notre Dame. You know, some of these are Miami's even ranked twenty fifth. I didn't even know Miami played basketball. Yeah. Um, it's I mean, Coach Larinaga, or however you say his name, starts with L. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Pull either. a Devin and just say, I don't know how to pronounce your name. I just know you're a good coach. Yeah, there we go. That works. Um, I'm glad I'm an adjective now. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> um, but check back here next week. I'll ruffle my papers. Um, just like last week, uh, we're gonna, we'll be back uh, next week. We'll be talking women's basketball a little bit. Hopefully, Matt will be on the podcast some. Uh, but Western is going to be playing. Uh, if you're listening on, on our podcast, you'll be hearing it tomorrow. They'll be playing at 11 a.m. So check that out. ESPN Plus. Uh, they'll also be playing on ESPN Plus on the 21st, which is next Wednesday at 2 p.m. And they will be playing Indiana State this week. And then next week they will be playing, um, God, who did I say it was? California Baptist Lancers. Mm -hmm. I didn't add that to my notes. I just added who they were playing. Uh, Men's basketball is playing Louisville uh, tonight, 9 p.m. So we'll be talking about that next week. And then uh, next Thursday we're going to be playing South Carolina at 7 p.m. at South Carolina on the SEC Network. So – Check it out. Watch the games. Show up to the games if you can. Of course, the girls' games are going to be a little out of town. So if you're a Western fan and you're in the area, go see it. Um, and, uh, of course, football is playing next week uh, against South Alabama. And that game is at 9 p.m. So it's going to be a late kickoff for that one, but uh, in New Orleans. So definitely check those out. We will be back next week. Hopefully we can get Matt on here. Which, by the way, Jared, he was all for these earlier times, and now he's like, oh, I can't make it. Mm-hmm. You know, this is dedication. Yeah. I appreciate you, Jared, just so you know. You're welcome. <laughs> dedication right there. Uh, but like I said, we'll be back next week. Uh, so we will talk to you then. Uh, 
If you want to support us, you can use our affiliate link, betterhelp.com forward slash redout. That will give you 10% on your first month, and it'll help us. It'll help you um, to a mightier, mightier, healthier you. Uh, And then uh, if you would like to support us directly, you can go to patreon.com and uh, go to Red Out Podcast, and you can support us there for the low, low price of less than a Starbucks cup of coffee. Uh, if like you, <laughs> yeah, way less than that. Trust me. Um, or you could just go t- and like, share, and subscribe. That always helps too. We appreciate it. Um, got a lot of numbers in this past week for our show this year. We have got like thousands of views and thousands of all the uh, likes and everything, and it's really appreciated. So definitely helping helping us out. So if you would just keep doing that, and it'll help the algorithm, and it'll keep throwing us out there. So. Uh, thanks, guys. And as always, go Tops. Go Tops. I'll see you. Thanks, Jared. Have a good one, bud. Hey,